Buenas tardes, buenas tardes, buenas tardes. I'm bringing you, today's Mayito Minute. I'm bringing it to you guys a little bit late, but better late than never, I'm guessing. Well, what I wanted to talk about today, and honestly, part of the reason why I'm bringing it to you late is because uh, I've just been running around, bouncing around like a ping pong ball, and I honestly kind of haven't really had a whole bunch of time to think about what should I do for today's episode? And so here I am staring at 5.30 in the afternoon, and... Then it dawned on me, I do actually have something to talk about. I usually always have something to talk about, but here's what I wanted to go over for today. Uh, Today being Monday. Yesterday, there was a bike race on, for those of you that are into bike racing, called Ghent Wevelgem, which is a Belgian cobbled classic, and it was a great race. If any of you are mildly interested in bike racing, you should go check that bad boy out. Really good racing, really aggressive racing really tactical racing. Um, And so that was on. And then for those of you that are into basketball, the NCAA tournament is on. And so there were the elite eight games to get folks, you know, teams to the final four this past weekend as well. So I indulged in both of those. I watched quite a bit of sports um, this past weekend. I saw an article. I didn't, I didn't read it, but I saw an article that said why April is the best month for sports. And Gosh, there's a lot of good cycling. There's the NCAA tournament. Baseball just kind of got started, so I'm not a huge baseball guy, but you know, I'll I'll get excited about the fact that baseball's around and spring and the weather's getting nice and all that. But anyhow, what I wanted to talk about was in in the sporting events that I watched this past weekend. Um what I wanted to talk about was like the difference between The results sheet showing something good next to your name, the results sheet showing something semi-good next to your name, and then the results sheet showing something not good next to your name, and how minute and how small and how inconsequential sometimes that can be. And what I mean by that is, okay, so if I'm thinking about just this Gent-Wevelgem race, it's like... You've got 200 guys on bicycles and they're all riding around at ridiculously fast speeds. And there's just a lot of things that can happen amongst the riders, amongst the teams, with the fans, with the weather, with your bicycle and all the components and parts on a bicycle. Like there are just so many things that could happen that sure, like Guys will tell you, you know, they pick favorites before the race, like, you know, the pundits are are thinking these guys have the best shot and everything. So there is a component of like being ready. There is a component of preparation. There is a component of who's the fittest, who's the strongest. But then like just outside of that is the idea of great, but you guys understand that there are a lot of things that need to fall into place. And there's a lot of scenarios that could happen that need to be favorable for that rider slash team to be successful. And that was, that was on display during get Wevel game. I'm going to do a little bit more of a broader analysis of that race in a, in a different episode, but like that was kind of I'm watching that through the lens and and the racing was really, really hard. So it was like fast and hard. And so sure, the fitter guys were able to, you know, move towards the front of that race and everything. But um, then once you have that separating out, 
then then you're left with guys that are all good and and now all of a sudden it's oh well that guy linked up with that guy oh that guy was behind that guy and that guy waited so he couldn't do it oh that guy's team he didn't have any teammates and so that played a factor and just oh that guy got a flat tire like there's just so many things that could happen there and that do happen very you know like a lot and then the person just has to the rider just has to cross the line and you know there was the guy that got uh, second i believe and he was like, like that was good, proper, hard bike racing. And I'm just like really satisfied with my effort. So again, just going back to one of the things that I talk about a lot with my athletes, like, did you give a satisfactory effort? Because sometimes that's all you're going to be able to show for the, the competition. That's all you're going to be able to show for your performances. And it's not even anything you can show. It, it's literally you sitting down with yourself and being able to answer that question. So for those of you that are not into bike racing, um, what, what about basketball? I mean, man, we're down to the elite eight. There's eight teams from the 64 or 65. I know there's more than 64 now, but you know, I'm old school. I don't watch that much basketball anymore. Like there's eight teams left. They're all good. I mean, they've all beat good teams to get there. They're all on a roll. They're playing really well. And like, you're watching these basketball games. And I think one of them was decided by one point. The other one was decided by two or three points, which means they were really close games. And I mean, at the end of that game, when when both of those teams, sure, one team goes on to the final four and the other teams don't. But I mean, what was the difference? I mean, how was the ball going to bounce off of the rim so that that guy got that rebound versus the opposing player? Or, I mean, man, there are just so many moments during a basketball game. This small call that all of a sudden comes back and looms large later on in the game or whatever. And there are just so many small moments, the bouncing of a basketball one way or the other that impact the result of that game. So again, going back to what was the effort like? How did you, how did, how did that team play the game? How did the individuals on that team play the game? You know, how did that coach coach during that game? Right. And so when you, when you walk away from your performances, now I'm going to talk about the, the downside of, um, not having this perspective and applying it. And the perspective that I'm talking about is the principle that I'm talking about here is, Hey, listen, you need to focus more on your effort. You need to focus more on, you know, did you attempt to do the right things? Did you attempt to to perform to the best of the ability that you had on that day or not? That that's the principle. That's what you need to focus on because the other side of this thing is you look at the result sheet, you look at whether you won or you lost the game, you look at what place you got in that bike race, and sometimes that does paint an accurate picture of, of what happened. And sometimes you can say, sure, like I, I deserved that particular spot given my effort. But folks, a lot of times, a lot of times, whatever that result was, you, you think to yourself, well, per some of the uncontrollables that could have easily gone the other way. And again, I'm not going to, you know, get all bent out of shape about them, 
But, you know, the basketball player is saying, well, if that ball would have came off that rim this way and we would have been able to get that rebound with three seconds left and call a timeout, drop a play, that that game might have gone down differently. That result of that game might have gone down differently. Again, not that you need to focus and and like, I guess, fantasize or, you know, get all caught up in what ifs. But again, once you wipe all those what ifs away, because as I said, they're not worth our time, what you have left in the palm of your hand is what was your effort like? Like, are you satisfied with how you played the game in the in the basketball game? Are you satisfied with how you raced your bike if you if you raced your bike that day? And if the answer to that is yes then you can walk away, like John Wooden says, with a deep sense of satisfaction, right? Knowing that you did, you know, everything you could on that day to be the best version of yourself. And that's like really satisfying. Now that doesn't mean because, you know, at the end of the final four games, there were, there were players that were crying because they had lost and they, they didn't go on to the, to the final four. Um, you know, that doesn't mean there's, there's room for a little bit of that. I mean, it, it hurts. I mean, you put forth a really good effort. You're really satisfied with, with, with how you played the game. You feel like you brought your best that day and it just didn't work out for whatever reason. I mean, there's, there's some moment, there's a moment there. There's time there for, for you to be able to just let that out and just that real raw emotion to come forth. And that's fine. But once that wears off, you've got to come back to what was my effort like? Am I satisfied with that? Am I okay with that? Because if you don't, and if you just solely say, I'm going to carry a chip on my shoulder for the next year because of that, you know, game in the elite eight where, you know, we didn't make it next year, by golly, we're going to make it. I mean, that, that kind of motivation, like that kind of, of, of emotion. You, you can't carry around the intensity of that emotion. I know, I know a lot of people, wow, I'm starting to get more ideas for this thing and kind of roll these out. But like, I, I know that like the commentators, the, the TV, the news stories, people, they like to say, oh, well, you know, they're back, they're back again, you know, a year after their defeat, or, you know, he's back again after, you know, that close second place, you know, the year previous, like, and they like to kind of play up, you know, and get the athlete to say, yeah, you know, I wanted revenge. Like, yeah, I've been hungry this whole year. Like I've been Training, you know, thinking about that moment like every single day. And, you know, they like to kind of make these like sexy stories that are going to like make people watch the show or listen to the podcast or whatever. Right. And it's like that that's not that's not possible. Like that person doesn't think about that past performance every single day. Like the kids that lost that game in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four, like they're not, they, they might think about it every day, maybe for the next week or so. But I mean, for the next 365 days, do you really think that every single day they're going to think about that game? I mean, if if we do that, folks, like if if that's our, if if that's what we're going to be thinking about and that's what consumes us and what are our practices going to look like? What do our, what do our film sessions going to look like? What do, what do, what do our working on of our weaknesses going to look like? What, what is the rest of our life going to look like? What is me focusing on my nutrition going to look like? If all I can think about is a basketball game that was played in the elite eight a year ago, like it, it breaks down and, and it breaks down on the level of practicality. It's just not practical to do that. And then it also breaks down on the level of like emotionally, man, you can't do that. You're, you're not built for that. You're not built to walk around with a chip on your shoulder for, for 365 days. But what you can do, 
what you can do is you can have room for that emotion. You can have room to, you know, grieve or whatever. And then you can look objectively, get rid of the emotion, look objectively at the performance and say, I was satisfied with my effort. I was, I feel that I made the best decisions on that day, you know, given my knowledge, I feel that I, I utilize my physical abilities that day to the best of my, you know, knowledge, so on and so forth. But, but then you look at the performance and you say, okay, but, but I mean, let's get better, right? Like let's, let's get better. Let's improve. So how could I have improved? And then you begin to get down to the work of, of asking those good questions and getting down to the work of, all right, let's fix that stuff, right? That's not a chip on your shoulder. That's objective, looking at it objectively and working on yourself to make yourself better, right? And here's, <laughs> here's the craziest thing about all of this, which is what makes sports awesome. And then you go into the next, you know, you go into your next competitions, you go into your next races, games, whatever, knowing that guess what, guys? We are still gonna be at the mercy of a lot of these uncontrollables. We're still gonna be at the mercy of the bouncing of a basketball. We're still gonna be at the mercy of like a bicycle that has, you know, a hundred different parts that could fail and could have us sitting out, you know, of a race. Like we're still at the mercy of a lot of things that we can't control, but we can be satisfied knowing that we've done a really good job focusing on those things that we can control, namely our effort that we bring to the refinement of our skills and all of the other little areas and all of the other little things that we feel that we can do to make us the best version of ourselves to put us in a position to capitalize on if all the uncontrollables go my way, great. I, I will be ready. I will be there, right? Because, you know, the bike race is a great example. I mean, you start off with 200 guys and they ended, I think, with like 30 guys. So you you can't be like, oh, well, if all the uncontrollables go my way and I don't train, I think I can be there. No. I mean, you've still got homework to do that training, that body has got to be ready so that if the uncontrollables go your way, then you can capitalize on those uncontrollables and you can make that front group, right? Same thing with, you know, these guys in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you can't, you can't say to yourself, well, if we don't work very hard, but all these uncontrollables go the right way, like the committee's going to choose us. I mean, think how silly that seems. The committee doesn't choose a team based on uncontrollables they choose a team based on the controllables and the statistics that they had that they showed and those are somewhat a reflection of effort level and a reflection of motivation and skill and steadfastness and all of those great qualities that we have the power to exercise and to increase and to deepen and to develop all right, y'all. I hope that this one has been good. I hope that I didn't ramble too much because this is later than I normally do a podcast. Um, but but I hope I hope that you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, we'll keep following along. Uh, for those of you that are bike enthusiasts, we've got Flanders coming up on Sunday, which is man, it's one of my favorites. And then uh, we've got some basketball coming up next weekend as well with some of these Final Four games. So. Pretty good stuff. We'll see how it all shakes out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate y'all. Till next time.